0: Episode fourteen with Mujtaba Merchant. Subhan versus. Is sex accessible? Oh, very difficult topic. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So.
0: My dear listeners, hope you are all doing very good and healthy. Today we have a very interesting personality on show. He is Muchtaba Merchant, a software professional working with TCS Bangalore. So Muchtaba is a very interesting personality and uh, you can check out my video interview with him on my YouTube channel. Let's welcome Muchtaba without much delay. Mr. Muchtaba Marchant, welcome to Suman vs. Human.
1: Hi, Suman. I'm very excited to be on your show. Uh, there's a lot of things that we need to talk about and I'm sure our listeners will enjoy this particular podcast of yours.
0: Yes. Muchtaba. Today, situation became so worse now because when I start my day in the morning, in autumn, my day always starts with a lot of frustration because things are not going the way it should go. And uh, day in, day out, we are stuck with so many problems uh, within the country. You know, you will end up whole day messed up. Ranging from software accessibility, or, you know, it it, it might be a topic uh, which involves treating minorities. It it may involve, uh, you know, the basic rights of human beings. So, I want you to throw some light on this and let's discuss about it. Sure, uh,
1: Suman. uh, Before we get into that, I think a bit of background is required for your listeners. Uh, They should know that I have a disability and I am sight impaired and I'm blind in both the eyes. So, I rely a lot on technology. I use a lot of software and I use a software called a screen reader to help me use my mobile phone as well as my uh, computer so this, this software is uh, this technology is uh, available on both the devices and it makes the uh, using the computer and using the smartphone accessible
0: i have a question sorry for interrupting sure sure So for people like you how important is accessibility
1: Uh, When you're talking about accessibility, it basically means that all the digital resources, including your apps as well as website, need to follow a particular standard or a guideline, which is known as Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. And uh, mostly I have seen companies in the United States which are governed by a law Called the American with Disabilities Act, imposing this strictly on on their uh, apps and websites. Whereas in India, we have a big breakthrough happened with the R P W D Act, which was in uh, 2016, and that also, you know, uh, has uh, implications towards digital accessibility. And I'm not sure if you and your audience is aware, but uh, you must have, you have first heard of the Digital India campaign, and there's also an Accessible India campaign. Unfortunately, the Accessible India campaign is not keeping up with the Digital India campaign, because there are so many apps that have been introduced, and there are so many websites that have been introduced by the government, which are not still accessible to people like us. Uh, I say people like us because we are extremely marginalized and extremely discriminated and we don't have equal access to technology and information across the digital world or the digital arena.
0: But my question remains unanswered. How important is accessibility for you?
1: In one word, I, I don't think so. I would be able to have this conversation with you without having uh, you know accessibility implemented in the app that I'm using to talk to you on. Or on my phone,
0: for that matter. So, it is extremely important, right?
1: Yeah, it is uh, as important as air to me because that keeps me connected. That gives me equal access to the internet equal access to services information like for example i cannot read a physical newspaper but i know what's happening in my country thanks to the internet and i cannot access the internet if it, if the browser is not accessible if the content posted on that particular website is not accessible so yes it's as important as
0: air to be when it is such an important thing But why it is not preferred or why it is not considered by any corporates today in this country? Don't they really know that it is important for people with disabilities?
1: See, number one, I feel there is a lack of awareness. Second, there is ignorance. Third, they feel it is a feature which is going to cost them because when they have designed the app or designed the website, they haven't taken into consideration that people with disabilities, especially people with sight impairment, also will visit their website. Also, would require to use their application. So, if it's not a part of their software dev- development life cycle, and it is not their uh, agenda, or uh, they do not, they lack awareness on how to get it done. Even after they are being told about it, or being you know constantly reminded that they need to, and we have the RPWT Act. Uh, stating compliance, but uh, that that is nothing but ignorance on the part of these businesses or these companies, which is a very troublesome uh, state to be as far as a citizen with uh, a disability is concerned. You know you're talking about the uh, complete uh, ecosystem being uh, you know uh, made uh, inaccessible. That that further adding, as you said, you wake up, you wake up with a lot of frustration because of this, because there are so many barriers that you have to deal with in the day. Uh, you know, uh, when you compare it to a person on an everyday normal so-called normal person or a person without disability, so the magnitude is huge. The impact
0: is huge. It is not an uh, issue of you know awareness or something like that because we are we are reporting uh, the incapability of these ca- corporates when it comes to accessibility on social media and we shoot many emails to them which unfortunately they do not respond most of the times. So I think they are aware of all these things, but I what I personally feel is they don't want to make it accessible and i still my mind still puzzles why i think i have
1: an answer for that for you but before that uh, there is another aspect you have to look at it okay the world is designed for those who can see walk hear everything normally but the minute you have a disability you are no longer part of that world mm. and 95 percent or 98 percent of the business is coming from the mainstream. That means to say, people without a disability. So why will they care for a minority, which is uh, hardly going to get them any business? See, uh, in in uh, in the United States, is a matter of best practices and compliance to the law. But here, there is no such uh, you know compliance or uh, requirement. Although it's stated as the. Uh, a requirement in the RPWD Act, but they don't take it seriously because there is no uh, way to uh, take them on that particular uh, uh, aspect legally. Uh, I will share a personal experience recently. Like, for example, I was trying to update the address on my Aadhaar card. And for that, I have to visit the login page for Aadhaar, which is inaccessible reason being, there's an image capture on that particular website and I, being blind, cannot solve an image capture. I require either a text or an audio capture. But but I try to reach out for help through their own grievance mechanism system. It has been more than a month that I've been following up with them, mail after mail. I've also written to the uh, Ministry of uh, Social Welfare. And they have responded back and they have filed a uh, legal case on my behalf. And then it has gone to the CEO of the person, the unique identity uh, card thing, which is for Aadar, their CEO. And then I get a letter of commitment that they require 95 days to work on this particular aspect, which is not really needed. 95 days is more than three months. Yeah, And it took me more than a month just to get the message across. Mm-hmm. And it was quite complicated because I had to shuffle between my own work and following up with them. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the number of websites that I have to write to just to get one work done. Or the yes. number of people I have to write to.
0: To my listeners, I would like to inform them that uh, Aadhaar is a kind of a social security number in India. So, in in America, you guys have a social security number. Likewise, in India, every Indian citizen uh, will have Aadhaar ID or Aadhaar number. So. Look now, how unfortunate it is that uh, such a primary mode of identification in this country itself is not accessible for the people suffering from blindness. What do you think now, Mujtava? Do they really work on this? I mean, as they committed. That answer
1: we will only come to know after 95 days. I have kept my calendar <laughs> with a reminder. <laughs> so uh, after 95 days, if it's not implemented, uh, it's time that you know we write to them again, and the whole drama starts. Uh, you know from the scratch. Mm-hmm. You know what, Suman? Uh, honestly speaking, and this goes out not only to you but all your listeners and anybody who's in the field of uh, uh, who's the legal field who can take up you know, such cases and help us legally pursue the cause through uh, a legal channel because now the RPWD Act clearly requests this particular uh, compliance and uh, even the private players need to follow this act. And if this act is not enforced on them legally, they can take it very lightly. Like, for example... You can send them legal notices. And trust me, I would I would really like to see a day where I could sue a company for not being accessible in India. Yes, yes. That
0: would definitely
1: make a change.
0: The law legal support is very important because unless unless these companies receive a legal notice, unless we pull these guys to the court of law, these people are not going to change.
1: I agree with you totally, but here, there are see there are so many other complications. A normal uh, normal citizen or a simpleton citizen like me will not know the law, and the legal experts have a good hold of the understanding of the act as well as the law. And as as a provider to my family, I might not have that much time to follow up with with uh, the court and follow up with the lawyer or whoever it is who's representing me to you know. Uh, to be able to engage to that extent where I can keep visiting the courts and trying to get my point across. So this system has to be so well equipped that you know that uh, if it is not complied in so many days, there will be a there will be a financial penalty. there will be a penalty and that penalty can range anywhere from one lakh to around 15 lakhs. Mm-hmm. you know that has to be compensated to the complainant. Mm-hmm. That should be the that should be the approach, because yes. if you don't keep any legal penalty on them, I mean, think of that; they will just take it very lightly, saying that, "Oh, this is just another legal notice, and we can ignore it."
0: Muchsaba, I have few quick questions, and I want answers for these questions. Now, uh, okay, what is Zomato and what is Swiggy? What kind of apps they are?
1: They are applications that help you order food online. So you basically have an app which you download on your phone and you can search for a dish and you can get it delivered to yourself.
0: So I I consider them as an essential application because, you know, uh, for persons with disability, because we cannot move out uh, easily. Right. Generally, if I if I'm hungry, I cannot start my bike or I cannot you know, get into my car to go to a restaurant and buy food from them, right? So for a person with disability, such kind of food ordering applications is a big rescue when you need food. You agree or not?
1: Uh, I totally agree. And uh, I will give you a few instances where these applications have failed me. Uh, See, there are times when I have guests at home and uh, I need to entertain them. I probably call them for lunch and things like that. And there are times when I don't have help available to me and I have to make the arrangement. So that time I depend on these apps and these apps failed me many times where I'm not able to independently order uh, the food online and get it delivered. The other sad part is that uh, it's quite embarrassing that you know for everything that you need you need to ask for help. Like Make you'll have some to ask help. somebody, yeah, you'll have to ask somebody who sighted to be able to order the food for you or get even simple things like you know uh, getting uh, breakfast done and things like that. You can do it as a uh, as a I'm not saying that you can't do it as a sight person, but suppose you feel like having something for breakfast and you just can't order it using these apps so it's pathetic that you know these apps are not accessible so that further hinders us from being independent you know in terms of uh, ordering food
0: and this this uh, two companies are Diopoli in india and uh, we only have two food uh, ordering applications at, at, at this time in the country and unfortunately, both of them are not accessible and they don't even bother to respond when uh, someone goes to them for help, right? So in this case, in this case, the government should certainly take a serious action on those companies to make their platforms accessible. but unfortunately here, even the government is not accessible right
1: yeah unfortunately as i said we have the rpwd act which is uh, 2016 which clearly mentions compliance to even private companies to comply with accessibility however there is no legal penalty for not complying so excuse me that has given them the upper hand to uh, to totally neglect that compliance and not implement uh, I don't want to be extremely rude but uh, recently I had used Swiggy and uh, Swiggy was slightly accessible in terms of ordering food but when it came to the other uh, parts of the applications like they have something called as Genie and they have something called as Insta Insta or something where you can order eggs and bread and milk and things like that for your daily thing. that part was totally inaccessible but unless we have as i said unless we have don't have a penalty it's not going to work out they're going to take this law very lightly they're not going to implement accessibility and we still will not have access to these apps and it's just not with the food apps it's also with apps like ola uh, if you look at ola uh, and uh, the one which we, they have released recently in karnataka called namayatri which is a local auto, uh, you know, uh, ride hailing app, it's totally inaccessible. The only app I have access to is Uber. Mm-hmm. And Uber is not an Indian company. It's an international company. So they have complied with accessibility and I can I can uh, request for ride. But there are a lot of ch- times when uh, I don't get a ride on Uber, whereas my uh, colleague or my friend is able to get a ride on Ola and Rapido, and the number you we have be because they have access to those apps and they can use those apps and I can't use it. Yeah. So it really hinders a lot of things like time. There's a lot of time involved in trying to get things done. Suppose I have to go for a meeting. I can't go to a meeting on time. I have to pre-plan my trip, you know, two days in advance to make sure that everything is fine. And, you know, I have a ride available or make sure that I have a backup, a friend or somebody who can take me to my... Uh, place or destination which i want to go to so yeah so there's a lot of uh, lag and disconnect between all these apps and accessibility and uh, it's a shameful uh, state of affairs where we being a minority uh, of a minority of a minority i would say Uh, that uh, we are are being, (laughs) being neglected as Forget uh, a human being, uh, even the, as a citizen of this country, where you don't have equal access to information from the government.
0: Okay. Now, tell me what is tell what is Geo, what is Vodafone, uh, what is BSNL? What are these names? What what, what these companies into?
1: It looks like we are back to school. We are doing the ABC of technology. These companies, of course, are telecom providers, service providers, which uh, connect you either by the internet or the, the telephone or the, the calling functionality. Can you consider
0: uh, telecom services as an essential service? Oh, yes. Tell me one
1: person who cannot do with their, without their phone today. Right. <laughs> one now, person, I'm talking. I'm not talking about a disabled <laughs> person. I'm talking about one person who cannot do without their phone today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now tell me, uh, yeah. do they uh, care about people with disabilities in this country? Uh, for, let us for start you, with the richest guy, the richest Mukesh Ambani's uh, company, Geo. Uh, are they really worried about accessibility and stuff like that? E- is their applications accessible? No, your first
1: question was more relevant to what my answer would have been. You said, "Do they really care about people like us?" Yeah. I would like to ask you, or uh, you and your audience, to ask ask them whether they consider us people, us as people first. <laughs> then, second, can, do they consider us? us as citizens of the country mm. don't we also eat food and breathe the air that they breathe so no your answer is no they, they have least uh, understanding or interest in making their applications and services accessible to us today I have a phone connection thanks to somebody who helped me get the connection done uh, I could have gone online and filled up the form and got everything done myself, but their websites are inaccessible i keep getting messages from airtel that i have this offer i have that offer i need to use their thanks app to avail that offer but their thanks app is so thankless to me that (laughs) i cannot use it and that's how it is so they are way far behind in terms of being accessible as a service So
0: so telecom services are also not accessible to the person with disabilities in this country. Now, now tell me, how about uh, electricity? So, do you consider electricity as an essential service? Yes, it is an essential service. It's a part of the utilities that we require. I'm 100% sure. At least you will say yes to this. I think uh, electricity department, uh, uh, their applications, their services are accessible. Please say yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because... Uh, First thing, when I got my electricity bill, I made sure that I took uh, somebody's help to note down my account number digitally. So by with this account number, I was able to use uh, Google Pay, which is again not an Indian app, to add the biller to my uh, profile. Uh-huh. So I was able to get my uh, use my account ID to add my uh, electricity. Uh, uh, thing to uh, provider to my app my google pay app so whenever uh, the bill is generated i get a notification from google pay that you have a bill pending and it shows me what is the amount and i'm able to pay yeah otherwise uh, I, I would have depended on somebody taking the bill going to their office and making uh, the payment yeah, in because in person. their
0: electricity application they, their mobile application is not accessible
1: yeah, I would say that I've always been using Google Pay to do all my uh, bill payments. And and I've tried uh, Paytm. Paytm has been a failure in terms of accessibility. But to some extent, they seem to have improved. Uh, but still, my preferred app is Google Pay compared to any other yeah,
0: Because Google, app has, like phone Google has got some soft corner for people with disabilities. I'm sure.
1: No, Google has to. Google sees one thing is that Google and any other company like Microsoft or Apple, they have they not only comply because there's a legal obligation, but they understand that it is the right thing to do. That is to follow the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. Like mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. if if uh, I was to call you for dinner and I asked my mother to cook something for you, and you ate the food you would still say my mother cooks the best. You will not say that, you know, your mother is cooking better than my mother. You will never say that. Why? Because they have that quality ingredients, that consistency which you you have become used to and you start liking. So that, that's exactly how these companies treat accessibility. It is, not, it is not something special that they're doing, but it is a part of their... Uh, best practices that they have to follow you go on any site of microsoft and you will see the option there uh, about about accessibility just go read up on their accessibility commitment go read up on google's accessibility commitment read up on apple's accessibility commitment and you'll be surprised to see how detailed they are they even have instructions on how to use their product with a screen reader i mean i have not seen one company in india have the forget the instruction how to use the app with an uh, with an ac- uh, accessibility with their uh, with the software, but uh, not even the there's not even a commitment statement on their website. Mm-hmm. Even if it's there, it's for sure
0: I have one more question: Do people with disability get themselves entertained? Uh, will they be able to watch movies and listen to songs? Do Do you think that entertainment is really important for people with disabilities?
1: It's a very difficult question to answer. Uh, If you don't consider us us as people, don't consider us as citizens, don't consider us us as humans, so, human versus human, I'm telling you this, that, you know, uh, it's it's assumed that blind people don't watch movies. It's assumed that uh, people with uh, disabilities don't need entertainment. So, I guess, it's not that important for us to have access to such platform
0: because you know, uh, OTT platforms like there are uh, Hotstar, there Z Zee5, there is Voot, uh, uh, Geo Cinema, Amazon Prime, Netflix. All these applications are accessible. No, except for Amazon Prime and Netflix. Again, not
1: uh, Indian apps. Uh, every uh, all of them are inaccessible. Amazon Prime and Netflix are accessible, and again because they're not they again they're not Indian apps. And the ones that have been developed in India are totally inaccessible and extremely hard to navigate and use. And uh, you will be surprised that you know Amazon Prime and Netflix offer a lot of entertainment that has uh, uh, accessibility features not only of their app. But they also offer audio description and uh, uh, t- uh, text uh, transcripts for the people who cannot hear, so that they can follow the dialogue
0: of the movie. What about Indian OTT's? Do they have uh, uh, Do they have audio descriptions? I can't even use their app. Forget
1: about Forget about uh, trying to use them and expecting audio descriptions and text text uh, transcripts from them. So. They don't even even wish to entertain you, so it's not possible for me to use those apps. In fact, I tried a few apps which I was interested in. Uh, Lately, I'm hooked on to this uh, app called Pocket FM, which I don't know if your audience is aware. It has these audio stories, and somebody like me would really enjoy these audio stories. But uh, the app is so difficult to use. So, to get to a particular title and to listen to a particular audio track, it's quite difficult to navigate. So, it's a frustrating experience instead of being an entertaining experience.
0: Much the people say that uh, India has got very good software industry. India stands number one when you talk about technology and software developers, software companies. And I'm surprised when we are you know so advanced, when we are developed so much in software, then why why this accessibility thing we are lagging behind? Because of the legal requirements, what you mentioned, right? Apart from that, apart from that, do you find any other gaps?
1: The other gaps that I see is, one is, as I said, lack of awareness, ignorance, uh, and if the apps are developed locally, they don't need to comply. If they are doing it for a client or they need doing it for an MNC or, you know, a company like that, they have to comply to accessibility guidelines. Otherwise, they're not bothered. So these are the gaps and these are the reasons. And mostly I would say negligence and ignorance. That's all I can say. And a lot of uh, the developers that I've come across, they don't even know the A of accessibility. So there's definitely a lack of awareness, which brings me to the fact that uh, the engineering college not offer a comprehensive course on accessibility and that causes a bigger gap in the industry. Lack of uh, professionals in the field
0: of accessibility for software. That is what it is. Mujtaba, disabled people, do they use money? Cash, cash. (laughs)
1: Uh, Cash in currency, uh, like in a physical note, no. But now, thanks to the Digital India Movement, we have uh, started. Using why the, uh, in, in,
0: in India ATM machines are not accessible Ha, huh, that way no they're not accessible, so not accessible. So so it, they, like have, they
1: have an ATM with uh, uh, accessibility if you say that and if they have you would you try to notice the next time you get to an ATM machine see if there's a uh, headphone jack and then try plugging in headphone and seeing what happens it will either not work or it will be so complicated for you to work that machine in a very noisy area or it's very difficult to navigate that uh, particular chaos.
0: But my experience is is quite different, uh, Mujtaba. I carried my headphones. Uh, I visited over 150 ATM machines in this last 12 months. I plugged in my headphones. It, it just says, uh, welcome to blah, 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 bank. And that's it. Mm-hmm. It goes blank. Then you, you need to ask bigger on people to read the screen for you. Once you select that option, you, you will hear some random buzzer sound, something, some kind of music. And again, mm-hmm. you know, it goes blank. So I couldn't use that. And uh, later I contacted a couple of my friends. And they told me that uh, it is just... For the namesake.
1: I would agree with you just for the namesake because uh, I'm sorry, I do not withdraw cash as much as you do, I guess. So I use uh, only digital uh, payment modes. Again, Google Google Pay being the one which I rely on heavily. But uh, my last experience with an ATM which claimed to have uh, accessibility features in it, failed me to an extent where it was so embarrassing. Uh, I had uh, gone to withdraw some cash and I expected as soon as I plug in my headphones, I'd be voice guided on the screen, whatever's happening on the screen. So it would say, welcome to whichever bank and then uh, please enter your PIN code to continue. And then I would uh, type in my PIN code, which is on a physical keypad having the, Number 5 key with a notch, (laughs) but everything was digital and everything was on screen. Uh, Surprisingly, I can use an iPhone without buttons, but I cannot use an ATM without buttons. So -hmm. there's a lot of uh, uh, technology that is missing in these ATMs that would make, make it
0: accessible. And unfortunately, most of the bank branches and most of the ATM machines are not accessible for wheelchair user also they are they are going through hell lot of problems in this country government offices are not accessible they are not made wheelchair compatible hotels are not made wheelchair compatible atm machines are not made wheelchair compatible shopping malls are not made wheelchair compatible the, i don't understand like uh, how badly we are treated in this country like i think for me we are For me, we are like table, chair, cats, dogs.
1: See, I agree with you when you're talking about physical infrastructure and physical infrastructure accessibility. There are many challenges in terms of real estate. There are many challenges in terms of how the city has been planned. There are many challenges into which area of that particular city, that particular building is. So renovation work is, of course, expensive. And you can't uh, expect them to be accessible overnight. But that notion, even when they start uh, building something new, that uh, idea of making that particular facility accessible itself does not exist because we as people don't exist on this planet.
0: What is the plan of action? Like, How, how shall we go ahead and uh, fix this? Oh,
1: I would really like, uh, see, I'm an advocate of uh, accessibility, so I do write on a lot of forums, and I do write to a lot of companies, but my voice is just one voice in a million voices, and it gets uh, subdued in the noise. So I would really appreciate if I have allies who can, you know, uh, amplify my voice so that it gets to those people who I want to target to, uh, to get their apps accessible allies is, allies are very important uh, uh, you know uh, set or group of people that you know work for a particular cause and uh, a lot of allies will have uh, contact with with people in companies with people in the industry to you know uh, get the voice heard you know that's important the voice needs to be heard So it's just me, one person dealing with my frustration and dealing with my uh, limitations. It becomes very difficult. But if I have allies, see from the community also I have a lot of allies. I want people to get together and understand how critical it is to make uh, things accessible so that we can independently uh, take care of our lives rather than depending on others. It's about human dignity, it's about human rights, it's about a lot of other things which, you know, are uh, essentially required for one to live uh, a a life that way.
0: Now, I want to give uh, some political color to my show. In India, politics are hot. There There are people from Congress, there are people from BJP, there are people from XYZ. They go to houses, they go to people, they meet people, they promise. The question here is, do these political parties uh, come forward to people with disability to promise something? Do they really promise anything for people with disabilities? Uh,
1: answer again is a blunt no, because again we are a minority of a minority of a minority. And a lot of uh, persons with disabilities are not seen in uh, places where uh, you know they are considered to be uh, citizens of the country that way. Like for example, I'm talking to you about uh, going to the ballot polls to cast their vote and things like that, which is made impossible and inaccessible because of the lack of infrastructure and lack of uh, technology that they, they use. You know, the technology they use is not accessible. So it becomes very difficult for somebody in a wheelchair to go and uh, give their vote or somebody who's blind to go and give their vote. So it's quite challenging uh, as far as... Uh, and they do not reach out to us because they think that they, they, they... I don't know, I feel, again, it's ignorance that we are not to be considered as
0: vote bank. Can you tell me the total number of approximate population of people with disability, at least when we talk about blind?
1: Uh, I think I have data from 2007 or 2011. I don't remember the exact uh, roughly,
0: number. Roughly,
1: Roughly, I would tell you that uh, we are, the, I think, the largest country to have Persons with disability. That I don't know what the figure is. I'm and this sure might be a big
0: uh, vote bank, right? Yes, it is a big vote bank.
1: And uh, but
0: still, uh, these these political parties don't look at us.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: I want to share a, a very interesting experience of mine. A few years ago, I I've been to uh, an ophthalmologist to to get my eye Check because my eye was paining. Now, I am a blind person, right? I went to the hospital and I was given a form to fill up to book an appointment. Just imagine.
1: (laughs) Uh, And this is not uh, not at the gynecologist, right? It's at the ophthalmologist who's supposed to be specializing in eye care. Yeah, okay. Sounds interesting.
0: Yes, I was given a, a form to fill up. Okay. Luckily you know all the time I uh, because since I'm very bad at mobility, I always have people uh, beside me so they managed to fill up the application. Then um, I've been to the doctor. I don't want to name the doctor now. Okay. Then that ophthalmologist was super interested uh, to know more about me because he was his questions like you know how do you operate mobile phone? How, how do you work? How do you earn? How do you run your business? Uh, like, how do you use computers? What, what I'm trying to tell you here is, eye doctor, the person who deals with blindness and, you know, the person who deals with eye, they themselves have no awareness about uh, uh, people's life, you know, blind guy's life and accessibility, rehabilitation, stuff like that.
1: An eye doctor and ophthalmologist does not deal with blindness. They deal with eye conditions that lead to blindness. But after blindness, it's not their responsibility. It's the responsibility of the NGOs of this country. It's the responsibility of the rehabilitation centers of this country. It the doctors uh, stop there, because they themselves have no knowledge about what, what has to be done next. Because if you have lost your sight like I did, uh, in in, uh, in at the age of 35 and uh, overnight you are literally left clueless on what to do next so when uh, when I went in for my uh, diagnosis and uh, uh, the uh, kind of uh, advice I got is oh I'm very sorry but there's no way that we can revive your uh, vision you'll have to live like this there was no counseling after that there was no direction on what I can do to, you know, uh, equip myself with skills. It is only that, you know, uh, a bit of uh, uh, talking with people here and there that I got to know about rehabilitation centers and uh, places like National Association for the Blind, who who would train uh, people with uh, sight loss in uh, mobility orientation and computers. So... The hospitals and the doctors who are dealing with eye condition will will not have so much of knowledge or resource, resources on, to guide a person who has
0: lost his sight as to what needs to be done next. Is sex accessible? I'm asking you this question. I was asked by a girl that, you know, do blind people have sex? Oh, very difficult topic, no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, so just for the sake of your understanding and the understanding of my listeners, I, I'm married and uh, I have a healthy daughter who's around six years old now.
0: So I hope that answers your question in short. Mujtaba, it was great talking to you. Uh, I really enjoyed doing a session with you today. And uh, the 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 question, the... Great question coming up for you is, if you have all the superpowers in your hands to change something in this country, what that one thing would be?
1: <laughs> you put me in a really hot seat in a tough spot. It's like being in front of Amita Bachchan right now. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a worth a crore of a question, but it's a very difficult question to answer. Uh, if I want I can be really selfish and uh, ask something for myself but if there was something that needs to be changed in terms of the country uh, I really wish they would be more empathetic towards uh, persons with disability and work towards creating a more inclusive environment, infrastructure uh, that could accommodate uh, no matter irrespective of disability I would say that would be Something I would really want to see a change to happen.
0: Thank you so much for the time, Mujtaba Merchant. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was great having you on my show. Thank you. Thank you so much. My dear listeners, this was uh, Mujtaba Merchant. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share and follow me.